Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Everything Ema podcast, part of the Heartland College Sports Podcast Network. I am your host, Joe Tillery. First of all, let me say, I hope everybody's had a wonderful Christmas and everything around there. It has been a beautiful time of the year. In my case, not so much. There's been a couple of flight delays we've had to deal with, and we've been moving things around, jumping things around. I was stranded in Vegas for a couple days, but now I am back and better than ever. And let me just tell you, as the new year comes closer, as 2023 creeps in, we have got one of the biggest games in Kansas State football history on the way. Kansas State, Alabama, the big dogs of college football, taking on the little old Kansas State Wildcats. That team from Manhattan that doesn't have their own brand, Kansas doesn't have their own brand, that team is taking on one of college football's highest peaks. Deuce Vaughn, Will Howard, the boys are headed to New Orleans on New Year's Eve. Can you pick a better day, a better opponent, and a better game? Outside of the college football playoff window, we have got the biggest bowl game in the public eye. Everyone is wondering, can this K-State team beat Alabama? Does Alabama deserve to be in the playoffs? There are so many different storylines that everybody's been talking about this year, myself included. We went through about a span of three weeks where it looked like nobody was playing from Alabama. They'd play third stringers at every position, basically. And now, in current day, we're sitting in a spot where everybody's active for both squads. Nick Saban basically saying, hey, everybody's going to play. Bryce Young, you're a top five pick, you're still going to play. Everybody is active and ready. And the way I feel it, the way I feel this is going to happen, I think Alabama is using this as their listen to us when I'm talking to the college football playoff panel. This is our, if we destroy Kansas State, we deserve to be in the college football playoffs. Every other team, TCU, they don't deserve to be there. But what happens if Kansas State wins? What happens if the Wildcats win here? Does K-State deserve to be in the playoff? When are we getting a 12-team playoff expansion? Because K-State right now would be one of the most deadly teams in the playoffs. And you can't tell me no. You've got the most electric player in the country in Deuce Vaughn. First team All-American, Deuce Vaughn. Let me toss that out there. A couple of second teams and third team All-Americans from K-State. Cooper Beebe. An absolute stud, one of the best linemen in the country. Will Howard, the quarterback who has not lost a football game that he started this season with K-State. And they've taken on TCU. They've taken on some big schools. They've taken on multiple games they need to win down the stretch. They blew out OSU. There has been perfection at times from this Kansas State team. But Nick Saban's not happy. Nick Saban is not happy that they're not in the playoffs. Who do you take out of the playoff picture? The only person that people look at is TCU. I don't think so. I do not think so. We're going to preview some of the college football playoff games. We're going to talk a little bit about them, but the majority focus of this podcast will be the K-State Alabama, excuse me, that's a national championship game. I'm getting excited for this game. One day, the Kansas State football game with Alabama, the Sugar Bowl in New Orleans on New Year's Eve. What are you doing for the game? Are you taking the trip down? Are you heading down to New Orleans? It would be electric this time of the year, and I don't think anybody's going to tell me different. If you make that trip down there, I've got a couple of friends myself that are driving, a couple that are flying. Flights right now have been a little crazy. It would be one of the greatest games to watch with your own eyes. And I know that I'm a little biased, and I'm sure that you are too if you're listening to the Everything Emo podcast. I think K-State has a real chance to shock the world in this game. If you don't believe me, I get that. I know Alabama is one of college football's most prolific teams ever. The college football playoff is made for Alabama to be there every year. 
Nick Saban's one of the greatest college football coaches who ever lived. And on this side of the ball, you got Chris Kleiman, an absolute stud of a coach. Deuce Vaughn, the shiftiest player in the nation, in my opinion. Will Howard, one of the most confident quarterbacks I have ever seen play, who has taken a massive leap from last year to now. You've got one of the best defenses in Big 12 history this year with K-State. I think we're going to learn a lot about that SEC bias this weekend. I think we're going to learn a lot about where people stand. All of the tweets, I want you to pay attention to social media and see how people are reacting to the differences of, hey, this Kansas State team, they're not very good. They're just an okay team. You know, it should have been USC playing Alabama or someone like Let's just talk about that. Watch for it. Watch for all the takes about Saban. If K-State jumps out early, how will the world react? If K-State wins the football game, how will the world react? I can't wait to provide you my reaction with that. And the game's not far apart. It is a close game in terms of projections. K-State plus six and a half. Less than a touchdown against Nick Saban and the boys, Bryce Young and the boys. Less than a touchdown. The starters were out and that was a three-point less spread. K-State plus three and a half. All of their NFL prospects come back and it's still less than a touchdown spread. It tells me one thing. It tells me that K-State is such a better team than everybody thinks. Yes, we're a three-loss team. Yes, we've lost a couple of games. Tulane was one. Texas was a bad game. And earlier in the season, TCU, which was a winnable game. K-State jumped out 28-10 in the first half. I personally am not one that subscribes to the logic of, okay, we beat a playoff team. That means we should be in the playoffs. We're good enough to be a playoff team. I think we are good enough to be a playoff team but I'm not basing my opinion solely on the fact that we beat TCU. That was a hell of a game. The Big 12 Championship was a hell hell of a game. Everyone in the world is watching that, talking about the calls on goal line, the differences, all the different missed calls, everything going on. Everybody had their eyes glued to the TV. If you plug and play any other team in the Big 12 in K-State spot, it's not the same. TCU is crowned the Big 12 champion, and everybody just goes on with their day. But, but... The team lives on. The team continues. K-State continues to be a factor in college football. And I have seen numerous sports personalities, celebrities, people talking about college football that have all described K-State as a massive, massive selling point for the next 10 years. If you're looking to transfer somewhere, if you're looking to compete and have a chance at the college football playoff, why not Kansas State? Why not Kansas State with Will Howard? The guy who has looked so confident all year long, who has beaten stellar quarterbacks, who has put up stellar performance after performance after performance, won the Big 12. Why not go to that guy in his senior season? I personally think Deuce Vaughn's coming back. Why not go play with the best running back in college football? Why not go to K-State? They've got an incredible stadium, an incredible campus, an incredible team. The future is bright for the Wildcats, and it looks to spread across multiple sports, across multiple years. We've got Jerome Tang in the basketball team with one loss through 12 games. Unbelievable. K-State, it is a great time to be a Wildcat, and especially watching as a fan. Now, let's go ahead and compare these two teams. I want to give you my full, unbiased opinion. Well, I can't really do that. I'm going to give you my opinion. And I'm going to tell you what I think the bowl game's final score will be and how I feel the game will go. So obviously we know how good Alabama is at football. I'm going to compare some position groups, but I'm mostly going to skip out on the Alabama side because realistically, there is a five-star NFL caliber player at every single position group lining up for the Crimson Tide. 
That being said, let's take a look at the quarterbacks here. Obviously, we know Bryce Young. We know he's a, a talented guy. We know he's probably going to be the consensus number one overall pick. I'm not going to go too much on that. Will Howard. And we're kind of in an interesting situation here because Adrian Martinez is back. He will not be starting. Will Howard is still the starter. And Chris Kleiman's already confirmed that. So there are some packages. I, I've been kind of hearing some talk of trick plays or different packages where we might see Adrian come in into the game a couple of times. He's looking healthy. Malik Knowles is healthy. We've got a couple of guys coming back. I got a little bit off topic from the Will Howard spot. So, Will as a starter for the Wildcats has not lost a game this season. This is going to be the biggest task of his life, of his career, of K-State football's past 20 years. This will be the highest peak to climb. But I think for some reason, I keep getting this feeling that if there's going to be a quarterback in the entire country who will go out and beat Bryce Young in Alabama, for some reason, Will Howard is screaming to the front of my mind. I mean, this kid has played with so much poise and confidence, going shot for shot with Max Duggan through the entire Big 12 championship game, and now is an opportunity to cement K-State as one of the best premier teams in the country. And I personally believe with a win over Alabama, it will continue to bang the momentum for K-State. Every single recruit sees, oh my God, this team beat this team beat Alabama. Nick Saban, he's been... He's been talking since the season ended about why Alabama deserves to be in the playoff. If they can't beat Kansas State, we all have to look and notice what's happening in Manhattan, especially if the Wildcats can win. Running back group. Once again, Alabama has a stud running back. Going to move on from that. Deuce Vaughn. We've talked a lot about Deuce, and there's been some confusion surrounding about if he's going to stay at K-State, if he's going to the NFL draft. I personally think he's going to return to K-State. I think it's impossible to look at the success you're having and say, okay, his stock still has room to grow. Deuce Vaughn is a first-team All-American player in the entire country. But there is still room to grow. There's tremendous running backs all over this year in college football. Deuce Vaughn could return next year as a senior and play with Will Howard and get a chance to go to the playoffs. And I know that it shouldn't be the deciding factor for a lot of people, but money is a realistic thing. Deuce Vaughn's NIL money is over $300,000, which I'm not here to say that he's not going to make way more money in the NFL, but to stay in college one more year where you're loved, be loved. You don't have to jump anything. You can take another year to try to win a national championship with the team you love and the place you love while you're getting paid to do it. That's a tough life to pass. And I do think that if Deuce has another stellar campaign, his stock can shoot way up even higher next year. Because right now, I think he has suffered a bit. This was technically because we look at him with such high pristine. We give him so much of the interesting stat. Deuce Vaughn has the most points scored per game outside of being a place kicker. Deuce Vaughn per game averages like 3.4 points on the scoreboard. That is the highest ever for a college football player, not a kicker. That's crazy. That guy can still improve his stock. Since we look at Deuce Vaughn and we put him on such a high shelf, this year seems like a down year by compare. Even though he was still a stud, I could see him coming back. And I think in this bowl game, this one's going to mean so much to Deuce. I don't know how the outcome plays into his decision. I don't know if it will. But personally, I think he's coming back. And I think he's going to have so much to put on display for the entire world again following the Big 12 championship. Putting everything he has on display for the world to watch murdering the DB, trying to tackle Deuce Vaughn in the open field from TCU. He's an opportunity to do that against Alabama and Nick Saban. I can't imagine a better thing to watch. Receivers. We've talked about receiver health for K-State. Cade Warner 
has been an absolute stud. I have been so impressed with how much he's developed, and he's bet on himself every step of the way, going from junior college all the way up following a massive amount of different plots and stops on the timeline to get to K-State. Now he's the captain of the team. If you didn't see the clip of Kurt, his dad, celebrating, NFL Hall of Famer Kurt Warner celebrating K-State's win, oh my gosh, it is a le- it is, oh my gosh, it is electric. You have to see it. It's incredible. Kurt looks around the stands. He's freaking out. He's got his wife next to him, and the other, all the other siblings are. Everybody's freaking out. All the fans are going nuts. But you just see Kurt in this moment. But you just see Kurt in this moment of like a proud father watching his son play, and it, oh my gosh, it was touching to watch. The receiver group. So, Malik Knowles, we saw, went down with a bad injury in the Big 12 championship game and was filmed on the sideline, you know, not in the highest of spirits. Obviously, you think your season's over, you don't know what's next. He's going to be ready to go. He is practicing with a brace on that knee that he banged up, but he will be good to go, and I am so excited because I think he's going to be the difference maker in this one. It can't be avoided. We cannot talk. We cannot not talk about the tight end, Ben Sennett. Ben Sennett has been the safety blanket for Will Howard all season long, and that is not a knock on either. Not to say that, oh, shoot, you know, going gets tough, look for Ben Sennett. Will Howard has found a real, genuine connection with the guy, and he's always open. He's making big-time plays against big-time players. A kid coming into the Big 12 where I, I didn't really see his name jump off the roster at the beginning of the year, he is a stud and has proven himself to be so. And I'd be remiss if we didn't talk about the DB for TCU squaring up with Ben Sennett and him not even acknowledging it. I think that was the funniest part. Beyond that, R.J. Garcia, you'll probably see a little bit more playtime out of him. He had a big touchdown catch for his first career touchdown as a Kansas State Wildcat in the Big 12 Championship. I'm excited to see how he handles the Alabama DBs. On top of that, Phillip Brooks is another name to watch for. You never really know. It feels like Phillip Brooks also has the opportunity just to explode one off the back end. K-State's receiver group, I think, will have to be the difference makers in this game. Offensive line, I'm very proud of K-State's unit. I don't feel like, I mean, Alabama has an incredible defense. This is an all-time defense. It's an Alabama defense. We all know what we're going to get out of it. K-State's O-line will struggle the same way every other team struggles against Alabama, but I think that we've got the unit to battle through it. I think we can still handle the pressure. I'm excited to see that that matchup is going to be one of the biggest ones. Kansas State's offensive line versus Alabama's D-line. I'm excited to see that. Let's match up the defenses here. K-State's defense is the best in the Big 12. I mean, you can make the case for Iowa State. Obviously, they held everybody below a certain amount of points. K-State's defense is... The Wildcat defense has been forcing turnover after turnover after turnover this season. And I think this is going to be a good game to show it. K-State, obviously, very banged up at the cornerback position. We don't know if Echo Boydo's good to go. It sounds like he might be. But I don't want to speculate too hard. Everything looks like this defense has a message, has something to prove, and I would be wrong if I didn't talk to you about Felix and Yudike Uzama. We know the guy. We know he's a Big 12 Player of the Year. We know he's a monster. There is one guy in the country that is viewed ahead of him, and he just so happens to play for Alabama. Do you think that's going to matter for him? you think that's going to be a little bit of extra chip on the shoulder to say, I am the best player in the country on the defensive side of the ball? Me at K-State, you at Alabama, let's go. I'm going to show the world I am better than you in a bowl game in national media, and everyone will watch me. You can't tell me how electric that will be. That's going to be one of the best storylines to watch in this game. Will Anderson, the absolute stud, he's the guy that everybody in the country wants. Everybody wants this kid. He's a monster. Felix Anudike Uzama has a chance to one-up him here.
and national media and show the world who the best pass rusher in the country is, and that's incredible. There's going to be some absolute dogs on Alabama's O-line, and they are ready to go. All NFL caliber players, the worst of them will still be a top 32 pick. Every single one of those guys is a stud. With this game, I think I've seen a, I've seen a lot of people choosing a close, you know, 27-20 Alabama. I've seen a couple of those games where it's, you know, 30-21 Alabama. I don't think it's going to be sub-40. In my mind, this game, you're going to have to score at least 33 to be in, in the game. You're going to have to score at least 33 to stay in the game. I've got the Cats in big fashion. Give me K-State 40, Alabama 33. That's what I want to see in this game. I think the Cats cover the spread. They win outright in this game. Obviously, I'm a homer. I'm going to roll with the Cats, but I know that this team is a different energy. I'm going to keep banging that drum until I'm proven wrong. So far this season, we've seen the Cats win the Big 12 championship. We have seen so many different things happen correct for K-State. We've got guys on Heisman ballots. We've got a future that outshines K-State every single season. We don't get the love we deserve. It's time that the Cats make that change. And this season, it could be everything. When we take on Alabama on New Year's Eve, it has been a great day to be a Cat. Thank you so much for listening to this edition of the Everything EMA podcast, part of the Heartland College Sports Podcast Network. I will see you guys shortly with a full breakdown of that game, and I'm so thrilled to bring it to you. Go Cats!